Attention, all passengers. The traveling tourist is now boarding. Your safety is our top priority. In preparation for takeoff, please ensure your seatbelt is fastened. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome. I am your host, Debbie O'Brien, and I am the traveling tourist. I appreciate you joining me today for episode two. As I wait to travel safely again, I'm sharing my pre-COVID experiences. In My Own Backyard is a series that I will periodically talk about. There are many great destinations right where we live just waiting to be explored. I will be touching on specific areas in upcoming episodes, but this one is all about Nova Scotia, otherwise known as Canada's Ocean Playground. I have always thought Tatamagouche was fun to say. My husband and I began our journey spending the first few days of our vacation near Tatamagouche, staying with family where we enjoyed private beach access from their farm and continually ate our fill of scallops. We were spoiled to death with food, drink, and an abundance of love. Brad's aunt took us to a flea market and then we visited a museum before we ventured out on our own. Leaving there, we relished delightful afternoons spent relaxing on wharfs in towns sprinkled on the water's edge, enjoying warm breezes and seafood meals. We definitely noticed a more relaxed day-to-day -day lifestyle compared to the hustle and bustle of our current lives. It is a different place out there and a more peaceful way of life. No one seemed to be in a hurry and there were lots of smiles shared on this venture. To avoid driving in Halifax, we opted to take a passenger ferry for a 10 minute ride across the harbor, departing from Dartmouth. We arrived on a waterfront abuzz with tourists, participating in all the venue had to offer. The HMCS Sackville, a World War II Corvette, was on permanent display, and the harbor was hopping with a constant stream of fascinating vessels and party boats. Restaurants and boutiques were plenty, Pop-up tents lined the wharf with vendors selling their products, buskers were performing, and the area was alive with music. Before leaving, we ensured a visit to the Halifax Citadel and a tour to the Alexander Keese Distillery Museum to enjoy a nice cold beverage, which I would highly recommend. Another hot spot we made it to was Peggy's Cove, a famous landmark for tourists. Bradford and I agreed there was not much to this attraction, but the photo factor did make it very worthwhile. That, and now we can say we've been there. It was quite windy on the day we arrived. I noticed that the waves could get pretty high and I was slightly concerned that people might not heed the warning signs and walk out too far on the rocks. So we headed to the gift shop to make some touristy purchases before setting out on our next scheduled stop, which was Lunenburg, a UNESCO World Heritage Site. I couldn't get enough of this adorable town, set on the water with extremely narrow streets, the pastel-colored homes dating back as far as the 18th century. Bradford enjoyed the blue-nosed schooner that was on exhibition and undergoing restoration during our visit. And we sat down to a lovely seafood lunch on the wharf with the soothing sound of water lapping against the docks. I would have loved to stay there longer just to relax on the waterfront, but we had booked a hotel that night a fair distance away and had to make the two ferries that would take us there. A word to the wise, make sure you have enough time to visit all the sites without rushing. We made it to our hotel for the night but didn't get to enjoy the view upon our arrival as it was too late and quite dark. However, we were not disappointed when we woke up in the morning to a very grand view of Briars Island Harbour. 
Bradford went to grab a coffee and I thought I'd check out the area. He stopped at the restaurant while I carried on past him towards the water's edge with my camera in hand. The purpose of our arrival on this island was to board a boat that morning to go whale watching. We were really excited about that and I took a few pictures of the harbor and then turned around to look at the restaurant and the grounds. I took a few more shots that way and then noticed everyone seated at the tables in the restaurant intentedly watching me. I actually waved at them with a big smile because that's just me and it was so much fun. A few minutes later, Bradford came out with our morning Java laughing at me. I happily announced that I was waving at everyone as he gestured for me to turn around and proceeded to tell me that while I was waving at the restaurant patrons, they were looking beyond me to a whale and her calf in the harbor. Apparently, they'd been putting on a show behind me, which is rare to see in the harbor, and my camera was nowhere near them. I had missed the sights totally with my back to the water. But no fear, we boarded the boat and navigated out to the bay. It was a nice sunny day to spend on the water, and we were guided with stories from our captain and first mate along the way. At one point, we had porpoises alongside us diving parallel to our boat, which was fascinating to watch. Our captain knew just where to look, and before long, we spotted a few whales. The humpbacks gave us the performances we were waiting for as they frolicked on the surface, making huge splashes with their tails. I was surprised to see a rubber raft carrying at least a dozen people zoom in on our entertainment. They were up close and personal, which would have been a little too much for my comfort in such a small vessel, but they did get the splash they intended. We had a blast with our captain and the other passengers. It was well worth the drive and the ferry rides to spend that day on the water. I did get some amazing photos, but it's a good thing I'm not a photographer for a living. I've been known to leave the cap on or run out of battery at the most opportune times, and my camera's usually packed away when I need to have it focused. It was so thrilling to see the tide go up and down in the Bay of Fundy. It certainly was a sight and you can actually walk out on the seabed during a low tide. We would look once and the boats were floating on the surface. The next glance the boats were keeled over on the bottom of the bay. Our aunt owned a tidal clock set to the in and out of the tides which we wanted to purchase before leaving Nova Scotia but we never did find one. Nova Scotia is famous for its festivals and they certainly know how to have fun. We traveled through Digby where a festival was in full swing and we had to stop. The town was lit up with entertainment everywhere. There was a guy balancing on stilts and a little man on an extremely tall bike. We ate at one of the makeshift food stands and then came across a band that was just getting started. People were enjoying beer and dancing and we joined in and had a truly good time. From Digby, we boarded a ferry to St. John's. After we checked out the ferry, I decided to grab a cozy spot inside. I swear Bradford's always at the right place at the right time. He came to find me, animatedly explaining what he just witnessed. He was on the bow taking in the views when a young man caught everyone's attention. He knelt down on one knee and asked the girl he was with to marry him. It was a touching moment for those who witnessed and fortunately a happy one for the young man. Those special moments in life are not observed every day. It will be nice to see restrictions loosen and things back to somewhat normal soon so that parties on the wharfs and the summer festivals can resume. Along with having a fantastic family visit, we did manage to hit all the tourist attractions we set out to. It seems like there's never enough time though. I can't wait to get back there. On our next visit, we'll be sure to drive the winding roads of the picturesque Cabot Trail.
Accommodations were plentiful with a wide array of choices. There is no shortage of activities to experience. Why not let an agent help you experience the destinations in your backyard? They can book your flight, accommodations, hook you up with out-of-province insurance and set you up in a car rental for the duration. If you were lucky enough to already book a flight this summer out east or west, you'll realize how low the prices actually were. Thank you so much for listening and remember to tune in next time for an adventure with me to southern Italy. Of course, if you wish to learn more about me, please feel free to check out and follow my Facebook page, Destinations with Debbie O'Brien. You can also find me on Instagram as Destinations with Debbie. Until next time, lovely humans, smile and wave. Safe travels, everyone. Of course, if you wish to learn more about me, please feel free to check out and follow my Facebook page, Destinations with Debbie O'Brien. You can also find me on Instagram as Destinations with Debbie. Until next time, lovely humans, smile and wave. Safe travels, everyone. You're not traveling with Debbie O'Brien. You're not traveling. We hope you've had a pleasant flight. Look forward to seeing you again soon.